0: You are live! It seems like it's now. I keep refreshing on the app just to make sure that we're showing. Okay,
1: awesome sauce. Ah, okay, well, thank you, Serena, for your patience. And welcome if anyone else is watching. Um, although it's an awkward time of day for a lot of people. So um, I imagine that it's going to be more of a replay issue um just waiting for obs to see if it will
0: record no it can't do it okay but i can see we are live so if you can if you can then actually i'm going to close otherwise it's going to get confused if you can then download the video from facebook then that there'll be the recording right there
1: yeah that'll do it won't it awesome okay thank you to serena for joining (laughs) me today despite my hilarious tech issues which I thought would be easier this week because last week it was similar, but here we are anyway. So Serena, hi, thanks for joining us.
0: Absolute pleasure been there with the tech, so I, I, I know that I know the pain and <laughs> no worries at all. we got there in the end.
1: Bless you, bless you. So tell us a little bit about what it is you do.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So together with my husband Eugene, we are the co-founders of Whole Shift Wellness a coaching company which specializes in bespoke programs for time-press female leaders. We have over 20 years of combined experience in different fields of the health and wellness industry. I'm a certified plant-based nutrition consultant, yoga teacher, fitness trainer. My husband has a host of certification of his own, qualification of his own. Um, This has allowed us to develop a proven method to shift you to your most fit, healthy, and confident self within one year And I am also the very proud author of my book, Make the Shift. Yay! Which is available on Amazon. Yes. As a paperback, Audible, or um, Kindle book. And that's where we've distilled our entire proven methodology.
1: Amazing. Okay. Hopefully after this you can pop a link in the group to your book um, because I'm sure that'll be really helpful. I know there's quite a few bookworms in the group. So um, that'll be awesome. So interesting that you've specified females in your blurb there. How did that come about? How is that your ICA, your ideal client? Avatar? Yeah,
0: I mean, that just happened organically. You know, it just so happened that through the years, it's not that we don't work with male professionals, of course we do, but we found that our niche, the, the it, it tends to be uh, female leaders because they um, struggle from very specific challenges uh, revolving around... Uh, Personal responsibilities, uh, the responsibilities of uh, very often uh, caretaking for for children, and and also you know many of them run a business or, or have heavy, very re- high responsibilities in the workplace as well. And and there's just this tendency, which is very predominant in female leaders, of always tending to others first before we take care of, of ourselves. And I, I think. I, I can resonate with that because I am a female business leader myself, so I'm very present with that tendency. I have it in me also. Um, but it becomes very hard for us to prioritize our health and well-being, to put it first before anything else, especially before family dependence, work responsibility. And, and so that's where we came in and have discovered ways to allow them to make the shift, first and foremost, at the level of mindset, you know, and then equip them with the tools that they need to be able to then make effective improvements in their lifestyles.
1: That's so interesting. Do you know, even within my own coaching um, business, I would say that I end up often attracting females. I think probably the same reasons that you've specified. I think that there's sometimes a little bit more to juggle or, mindset shifts to make like you say about not putting other people first or finding a way to deal with things like mum guilt and and working out ways of learning how to put yourself first without feeling like you're then not helping the other people that you should be helping at the same time whether that's your clients your kids elderly parents absolutely
0: absolutely it's a big deal it is yeah. a big deal. The repercussions are deep and wide-reaching because, really, it affects first and foremost our health and well-being, and then, as a result of that, everything that we do, our work, you know, how we show up in our relationships, you know, how we do anything and everything in our lives. And so, I am incredibly passionate about this niche in particular because um, th- there's just so much powerful work that that needs to be done still, uh, even culturally, you know, from the perspective of how we are raised, you know, and how society uh, um, frames us. uh. And so I find it incredibly rewarding to make a difference in that space
1: that's fantastic yeah i can certainly resonate with that myself and and i'm sure quite a few people in the group will will hear themselves being described um, in one way or another and of course like you said at the beginning it's not solely women it just not it just often is isn't it so it's not to say in any way shape or form that you can't work with chaps it's just that sometimes that's just the way the cookie crumbles correct correct <laughs> fabulous so what are uh, what what is one of your um, methods? I suppose so. Take for example my ideal client, who is a letting agent. She's probably running her own business, um, mostly by herself. She's probably got one or two staff members, maybe bigger, but she's certainly the leader. Um, but she's also got children, whether they're grown up or little, um, probably probably you know primary school age. Um, how on earth, in amongst all of the things that she's got dealing got to deal with, whether she's got a partner or not, is she gonna find time to think, oh, I must go for a walk? You know, it's just not it's not that high up your list, is it? So how can you how can you start helping her? Because I imagine that you know helping her is a year long process, as you said, but
0: where do three you three months think minimum with? I would say? Three months minimum, I find, is the minimum time commitment which should be willing to make to really start seeing profound transformation and then of course it's it's a lifelong process you know but i think and i like to say three months because i i the first and most fundamental shift that needs to take place around mindset is that of stepping out of the short-term fixed solution right you know epidemic which is predominant in my field you know of of hoping to find something that will work in one day one week or even one month you know which tends to lead us to pursue all those solutions extreme solutions whether it's extreme detoxes extreme fitness you know pills potions uh, cleanses in the hope that we can just Get it done as quick as possible, and just get somewhere where we feel a bit better, and then we can start thinking about long term change. And that mindset is so detrimental. And actually, I must say, is one of the greatest hurdles because every single one of our shifters come to us with some level, some degree of trauma around having gone down this route, those routes for so more than once in their lives, Mm -hmm. and the emotional scars as well as the physical some of them have actually hurt themselves some of them are um, afraid of feeling hungry because they've starved themselves like literally it's the repercussions are profound for every time you fail at one of those you're gonna make it so much harder to pick yourself back up again sorry i i opened a little bit of a parenthesis there because it's a very important hot topic Um, it certainly is yeah but so going back to your question which is How does our methodology work and how does it stand apart from the rest? So if you think of your optimal health and well-being as a tripod, right, like a structure with three legs, what happens to a tripod if even just one of the three legs is a little bit weaker than the others?
1: Going to fall over.
0: Correct. That structure feels weak and unstable, uh eventually will fall down or it feels like it could fall down any minute right um and how that tends to show up in your in your life is that you're either finding it incredibly hard to reach your health and wellness goals or even if you do reach them it's incredibly hard to sustain them it feels like you're having to choose between living life and being healthy it's like either or either i'm healthy or i'm actually enjoying my day to day life and so sooner or later you give up and and, and where that stems from, it stems from not creating a strategy which is effective, bespoke, and sustainable, which allows you to strengthen all three legs consistently at the same time. We call them the three pillars of health and well-being. Human nature leads us to want to work on the things which we're already somewhat good at. So we double down on maybe one pillar, Two pillars, the ones that we already feel like we're doing okay with or do we already feel strong in. Like we think we if we love fitness, we want to do more fitness. If we understand food, we try and get even better with food. Nobody I've ever met understands the importance of creating a strategy which allows you to strengthen all three pillars in a systematic, sustainable, and bespoke way. Once you realize that and start operating at that level, you actually are able to achieve better results with less effort. Because think about it, it's that balance of the three, we call them the three F's, the three pillars. You know, it's magical when the realization occurs and it shows up as as, as better results, that you don't have to do more to achieve more. You don't have to work harder to get better results. You, know, you have to work smarter, you know, and that's how we, that's how we transform their lives in a way that that works and that fits within their busy schedule. You know, it's strategy, fundamentally.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Do you know, it's really funny because my coaching business is the same. It's a pyramid of success. So the bottom, the bottom of the triangle, the bottom of the pyramid is well-being, because without that, nothing matters. And then one side is process training, because like you say, if you've got strategies in place, you're working harder, not smarter. And then the, the sprinkling on the top or the other side of the pyramid is digital marketing, because we live in a digital age and uh, and marketing encompasses so many different things. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely understand the three pillars model because it's pretty much the same as my own. What, does, what is what sort are of the three, three F's? So we're talking about food, fitness and focus.
0: Focus. I like it. Okay. And focus, by the way, the way we the way we mean focus is not just the ability of not just the ability to concentrate. You know, it's not the ability to go after our goals because, you know, our shifters are incredibly successful professionals. They are they've achieved incredible things in their lives. In fact, actually, that's that's very often that's where the frustration stems from. Why can't I do this? I've done so much. I've achieved so much success. I'm smart. I'm not stupid. What's wrong with me? They tell me. And I tell them nothing. Nothing. You just lack know-how and strategy. You're not. Stra- and by the way, the focus pillar, which for us is anything to do with mindset and mindfulness, is how you train your mind, which most of us don't. I mean, of course, now I do, it's one of the most fundamental things I do every day, but we're not educated on on the importance of training our minds as much, if not more than our bodies. We're not taught how to. It's just still an area that is massively untapped, underestimated, undeveloped, and it's the one pillar, sadly, that we see as being most neglected, which is it's it's a big deal because it's the one that makes everything else possible and easier
1: absolutely i completely agree with you i think um i was in a training course yesterday because i'm I'm training up in nlp and timeline therapy and hypnosis to make sure that i've uh covering all of those kind of focus mindset things um in an even more formal way and more tools you know to use for clients and um in that they use the example of um what's his name mr banister who could you know before that they couldn't run a 4 minute mile and then the minute he learned to do it somebody else charles a few months later even beat his 4 minute mile um and we understand we hear that story it's not an unfamiliar story but no one's actually teaching us how to do that unless you're an elite athlete you know it's not part of your school education or your parents aren't taught it when, when, they, when they've yeah. given you in, in yeah. the hospital. So what, is it totally bespoke or is there something that you could say, actually, one of the first things we start with is?
0: Yeah, I mean, so each, each, each of our pillars has another three pillars within it. So it's almost like a house of cards. You know, it's like a structure whereby each element supports the overall and so the three pillars of focus are empty, concentrate, reinforce. Right? Empty, concentrate, reinforce. Empty of mind of non-conducive thoughts and limiting beliefs. Concentrate it on your newer goals, aspirations, aspirations, and 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 really create affirmations which are gonna train your mind to think in a way that's conducive to what you're aiming to achieve. And you're gonna reinforce this process. Frankly every single day, if you ask me, but a minimum of once a week, like literally that is the minimum viable if you want to genuinely start seeing new results in your life. So those are the three pillars of focus. And then the three pillars of food, more plants, more water, more natural, and the three pillars of fitness, strength, flexibility, and cardio. So you gotta your strategy, your health and wellness strategy, Needs to tick all those boxes. Now, I may if when I say it like this, they look at me and they're like, oh my God, that's gonna take five hours a day. I'm like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because it also, and that's where the bespoke element comes into play, is we look at your day-to-day life, we see where you're at with it, and we create a plan which can take as little as, as five to ten minutes a day, you know, if that's all you have available but that still ticks all the boxes needed, you know, the still achieves overall balance. So it's, so that you, instead of, instead of aiming for temporary change at the superficial level, you're achieving profound transformation at the root level, the kind that once it's yours, nobody can take it away from you. It's just, it's just who you are. I
1: think that's so important, isn't it? I think... As as people comment more and more, you know, our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter with with the constant scrolling. And I think that desire for the quick fix can be incredibly dangerous. I um I was trying to do the uh, I don't want to mention any names, but I was trying to do a juicing thing, you know, where you cut out everything and you only drink three or four juices a day. Um, And then I ended up speaking to another person in in the industry, a bit like yourself, uh, who said, it's a bit of a too much of a quick fix even if you do it for like 28 days it's still a quick fix um and it can actually mess up your metabolism in some ways it's not really a lasting change whereas it sounds like what you're talking about more water more natural and what's the other thing more plants that just becomes a lifestyle shift doesn't it it's not it's not as complicated as juicing (laughs)
0: yeah yeah and i mean and this is not to demonize juicing it's a powerful tool and it serves a it serves a purpose within a certain holistic approach i, I and, and and it really has a lot to do with where you're at and what you're trying to achieve because juicing is not a weight loss tool i'm sorry to say so right. if you're using yeah no it isn't it really and so and, and whenever you shift to liquid calories, you are stepping further away from weight loss. From from holistic, real sustainable weight loss, you know, because our bodies are meant to chew, you know, they're meant to chew. We're meant to be chewing our food. It's a it's where the digestion starts. It's it's what physiologically we have evolved to be able to and again I'm not there's a there's a place in the world for juicing. It's a highly therapeutic you know and very powerful tool but it Absolutely. is not it is not a weight loss tool it is not that's where I think tool. I was
1: going wrong with it <laughs> yeah
0: if you try if you think that you can juice your way to optimal sustainable permanent long-lasting weight loss uh, you're you're gonna set yourself up for failure
1: <laughs> and I think that that links back to what you were saying earlier is is Especially as high performing women, I think you're so used to setting your mind to something, being able to achieve it. And then things like diet or various training courses or going to fitness classes, all of them fall by the wayside one after another. And and you do get into a bit of a shame spiral about it, don't you? So how do you help people overcome that part so then actually they're sort of free of not if that if that's even ever possible. How do they how do they start again? How how is that possible? How can you help? It's
0: so possible and, and it yeah. is one of the most rewarding accomplishments of, of my day-to-day work. To see women how liberated, wonderful. liberated from those weights that we put on our own shoulders, you and I. It's just so beautiful, so so empowering. And so motivating and it gives me so much joy and pleasure, you know, because I've been there, by the way. Let me tell you, food was my drug of choice. It was a very contentious uh, subject for me for very many years. I've tried every diet under the sun. I have done it all. I've done all the wrong things. Frankly, that's where my wisdom in some respect comes from as well. It comes from experiential knowledge. I'm not one of those naturally skinny people that never has put on weight or that never has struggled with food, I'm quite the opposite, you know? I know exactly what doesn't work and that empowers me in telling you why you shouldn't go down that route and what you should do instead. And, and like I said, a 99% of what we perceive as being food problems are actually focus problems. That's what I say to our shifters. So, so the focus pillar and the food pillar are literally two of the same in many instances. So actually, you've got to to first and foremost operate at the level of focus. Why are you looking for a short-term fix, you know? Why are you trying to punish yourself thin, you know? Why are you experiencing shame, fear, guilt, resentment and regret? Let's look at it and let's transform that, let's transcend that. At the same time, just as important, how are you actually feeding yourself? Are you feeding yourself in a way that your body is responding to positively? Are you giving it what it needs and therefore experiencing the magic, the joy of freedom around food? Because once you get, by the way, your body is your greatest ally. it's not your enemy, you know? So know that your body is wants to be healthy, light, agile, balanced, you know? You just got to give it the right things. And the moment you, started, you start giving it what it needs and you find peace with that and you find the harmony that comes from that and the power and the empowerment that comes from that, you realize that actually it's way easier than you ever thought. You just didn't know. You were, you keep, we keep doing these extreme things, the swing, this pendulum from one extreme to the next, that balance constantly escapes us.
1: So it doesn't sound like you advocate something like, a, for example, a a strict diet plan, you know, a strict meal plan or anything like that, because you said earlier about making sure that you feel like you're living at the same time. Because I think sometimes we can feel like we've got to cut everything out that we enjoy, don't we? Like no booze, no chocolate, no crisps, no chips.
0: And then you think, what's the point? (laughs) Terrible practice. Terrible practice, doesn't work, doesn't last. You're going to rebel. You're going to sooner or later. And by the way, willpower. Let's talk about willpower for a moment. Do it. They all come to me telling me, oh, I just lack willpower. This is like people who have achieved, women who have achieved such incredible things. I look at them like, you lack willpower? How? (laughs) Look at what you've done. How (laughs) do you lack willpower? The problem is the opposite. The problem is they you're relying too much on willpower because you're choosing such unsustainable methodology and you're not doing the holistic work you just sheer willpower your way through it well guess what willpower is a muscle so you can train it to get stronger but if you don't rest it sooner or later that's it it gives up on you
1: that's, that's a fascinating it. philosophy. Okay, yeah. so you think you think actually we need to rest our willpower. That's a really, that's so useful for high performers.
0: If your strategy requires you to use constant amounts of willpower, it's the wrong strategy and it's going to cause you to fall and break down because your willpower, it's, you only have limited amounts every day. That's why, by the way, that's why, We can do a, we can make decent choices in the morning, but when the night comes in, you know, evening, after dinner, after 10 p.m., after 10 p.m. is when the monsters come out, you know. All the cravings come to surface. I know, that's so true.
1: For me, it's about 6 (laughs) o'clock. I'm like, probably need a glass of wine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's because you've run out of willpower. So, and because you're, 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 yeah. Think about all the decisions you've made every, all day long, you know. It's like, so, so, so that's it. No more reserves of willpower. There's not, you don't have other strategies in place. You, your, your strategy requires you to only use willpower. Once you run out, that's it. There's no saving you from, from those cravings, you know. Uh, Whereas if you, when you do the right kind of work, And it's holistic and it's bespoke and it's sustainable willpower becomes the emergency break you know so it serves a purpose but it's an emergency break is when something unexpected happened or is when you know so it's like okay so i have my reserves because i don't use it all the time you know i can resort to my willpower now um and again we go back to the same thing that's the distinction between Harder work and smarter work, you know. It's not, you don't lack willpower. You don't. You. In fact, it's probably the opposite. You're using too much of it.
1: Absolutely. And like a muscle, it gets tired. I have never heard somebody say that in all the training that I've done over the years. I think that is, I I think that's absolutely genius. That should be on mugs or on (laughs) T-shirts, like for high performers all over the place. You don't lack willpower. It's just tired.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) resting. That's fantastic. Yeah
1: i love that i love that okay so that's awesome so we've talked about how you can approach food differently and how disordered eating can become more ordered eating we're not talking about food disorders not because that's a whole different mental health kettle of fish just to make sure that um that disclaimer is out there we're just talking about disordered eating which yeah. i think all of us at some point can probably most of us anyway not all of us but everyone has a relationship with food and so i think um it's about unpicking that isn't it and and like you said just making it a bit more holistic and a bit kinder to yourself how do you do the same sort of thing for exercise when you're so somebody like me, again, just because I'm here, let's use me as an example. I, I hate exercise, always have done. Um, I always used to choose to be goalie in the team sports so I didn't have to run around. Um, and now, of course, I'm getting bigger because my metabolism is slowing down as I get older. I don't look after myself very well. And um, then I think, oh Christ, I've got to exercise. But you said there's ways of fitting that in five to 10 minutes a day. So how do you help high performers frankly, like me, do things that are limited? Because I have a client that's in the same boat as well.
0: Yeah, so um, you don't have to exercise. You have to move your body. Already that's two different mindsets, right? Because when you think I have to exercise, you think you've got to go to class, you think you've got to go to the gym, or you think you've got to follow a certain approach, or you think that... So already there's little boxes that you're trying to, to fit yourself in, which you don't like, you don't enjoy you're going to resist forever and so therefore it's going to become a must do rather than i want to do or 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 get to do you know so again same thing there's an element of focus there whereby you reframe you're thinking around this. Chances are that the reason why you exercise so much is because in the past you forced yourself to do things that you simply didn't enjoy, or to or to work out in a way that felt really unpleasant and uncomfortable for your body. You know, to do things that were too extreme for you or just to genuinely didn't work for you. You know, so no, that's 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 not that's not it. You know, for as long as you force yourself in those boxes, you're going to resist it, resent it, and and self-sabotage yourself out of it in some way or another. So there's an element of reframing your approach to how you move your body, uh, because it's moving your body. It's not exercising. And then there's an element of creating, figuring out solutions, ways, approaches that actually work for you, that you actually enjoy, that feels sustainable, that feels exciting, that feels like fun while you're doing them. You're not supposed to enjoy exercise. You're not supposed to suffer your way through it. Again, it's like it's that punishing mentality, that kind of beating yourself up mentality, which is very strongly advertised. Just do it. What do you want to do when they tell you just do it? I want to raise my middle finger at them.
1: I want to have a sit down and a glass of wine, but then that's me most. I
0: don't want to just do it. Why should I just do it? (laughs) No, no. Or, like, or you know, those hit classes, push yourself through. It's like women trying to become men
1: yeah exactly exactly, we need to exactly. it's so testosterone fueled instead of there's no nurturing involved there's no self-love there's no it's what i that's why the podcast is called hardcore sales not hardcore sales to try and move away from that pressure on ourselves all the because time the
0: world doesn't need more men like women the world no. needs more women us, our true, most authentic selves, because that's how we restore the balance, you know, that's the balance that's lacking out there is because even because we think we need to be more like men in order to succeed, not by our own fault, by the way, again, go back to education, you know, societal pressures, etc. But it's like, no, no, we need to honor all those elements that make us uniquely who we are in everything, first and foremost, in how we take care of ourselves, how we show up for our own selves in our own lives. And then as a result of that, it actually becomes fun. It becomes pleasuresome. It becomes enjoyable. It becomes I, I get to do this rather than I have to do this.
1: That's gorgeous. Absolutely. I was live in another group this morning and talking about how to make your mornings better because I'm a really bad morning person. So it's something I've been working on this year for myself. So I wanted to share that with other people. And I was saying the same sort of thing about actually having exercise as part of your morning routine it doesn't have to be intensive. It doesn't have to be an hour's worth of hit classes. But it's just a way of saying thank you to the thing that's motoring you around the place, you know, and reminding you to move and and be grateful that you in here gets to go around the place. I mean, it's quite it's quite a wonderful thing, really, when you put it in those terms. Um, So what I said this morning, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it was, one of my clients has said, I'm not exercising enough. And I said, Well, what's enough? They said, I should. They're an XPT. So they said, I should be doing, should, never a good language. Um, I should be doing an hour of basically intensive hip cardio and all that kind of jazz a day. I said, Well, maybe, maybe you should. But what about if you just got out of bed, put on your shoes and walked 10 minutes, turned around and walked back again? Because at least you'd be. Out in the world, you'd be looking at the blue sky. You'd see some birds. You'd be moving your body. Now, I have no exercise knowledge,
0: but is that a decent place to start for somebody at least? Frankly, any place is a decent place to start. You know, if you're doing zero, doing point five is remarkable. You know, but I, I see this a lot. In fact, those the people that tend to struggle the most in our experience are those who have achieved some level of success in the past. Um, and so they think they know what they should be doing now. They're using the past as a framework for their present and future. And, and we do this in all areas of our life. We use we use the past as a framework for our present, how we need to operate in the present to create a better future. Right. Um, and that is very limiting, very, very limiting. Because all of a sudden, we are preventing ourselves from experiencing the endless amount of possibilities available to us in the present, which might create an even better future than our past. We think the best that we can achieve is as good as things were in the past. Well, what if you could achieve tenfold, a hundredfold? And what if the way there looks nothing like what you've done in the past or looks radically different, you know? You need to pick and choose from the things from the past that worked, most definitely let go of those that didn't work or at least remain open to new possibilities, to so the possibility that maybe your present has to look different if you're trying to create a different future, a better future.
1: that's so deep isn't it but it's so true I mean that that's the same that's the same with anything isn't it we all we all sort of want to we want to achieve certain things whether that's financial goals whether that's um you know certain number of employees or business growth and all those sorts of things and like you say if you continue doing what you were doing when you were a startup business how can you possibly grow when you've got lots more employees like your strategy has to change um and I think that's Again, what you were saying earlier about it's one of the things we forget, probably to extrapolate from business into real life. is you know, uh, <laughs> We can change our strategies.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, we need to constantly upgrade, constantly upgrade. We need to remain radically open-minded in our approach to health and wellness first and foremost, because let us remember that. And this is, again, I get, I get a little bit metaphysical there, but it's part of what makes us unique and what stands us out from the crowd. The way that you take care of yourself, the way that you eat, the way that you show up for yourself is the way that you do everything and anything in life, literally. Because your life is a representation, a manifestation of you and how you operate, you know. It's an extension of you, you know. Um, This is another big mindset shift that we help our our shifters make is, is that of realizing that, you want to be better at work you want to be better as a mother you want to be better as a parent. because some of them say oh but i need to do i need to focus on my work i'm like yes well let's 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 get to it this work will make you better in that work because it's the same hello it's the same person <laughs> exactly.
1: exactly that's why the bottom of my pyramids well-being as well because without that foundation your digital marketing is not going to make any difference if you can't handle what's coming in no, i completely agree with you I completely yeah. agree with you. I mean,
0: this perception that our life is like a house with rooms right so there's the wellness room it's a bit messy let me close the door <laughs> don't want to go in there when i have time when i have money to hire an assistant when i finally achieved six digits seven digits eight digits when my kids go to school, when my kids grow up, that's when I'll tend to the wellness room. Then there's the work room. Then there's the family room. So whenever it gets a little messy in one of the rooms, it's like, ah, close the door. <laughs> well, guess what? Your life is open plan living. You know, it's one big fat room. Everything, it shows up, whether you are willing to see it or not, whether you, you realize or not. It's just one big pot of energy. You know, so if you're if you're experiencing a loss of power at the level of health and wellness, you're experiencing a loss of power full stop and it's showing up in how you work, how you perform as a mother, how you perform as a wife, how you perform as a friend. You might not be realizing that. And I'm not saying this so that you can feel bad. Quite the opposite. I'm saying this so that you can see how improving in one area will improve everything, especially if that area is
1: you makes perfect sense absolutely it makes perfect sense to me hopefully um people are watching the replay can write hashtag replay in the comments let let us know you're here and um and whether or not that resonates for you too so i'm conscious that we've only got about five minutes left (laughs) so what are I don't know. Maybe three actionable tips that be that people could take away. Do you think that maybe one for each of your pillars, or I don't what? know, three examples of exercise that they could easily
0: do? I'm an I'm an action driven woman. <laughs> I love theory. I love to read. I love to learn. Uh, but and that's by the way, that's the premise behind my book, which I'm going to show once more in case anybody yes, wants to check it out. Um, it's a workbook i believe that taking new actions is the only way to achieve new results right so the first and most fundamental tip that i feel compelled to share with you is start now today do something different whether it's getting a copy of my book whether it's like you're doing listening to this podcast whether it is just eating one piece of fruit extra or eating one nice delicious salad or one tiny thing that you know is shifting the needle for the better. Drinking a glass of water, whatever it is, but you got to start creating that momentum right now. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait for the next week. Don't wait for Monday. Right now, take action. Build the momentum now. The second thing that I feel compelled to share we, because it's very empowering. We've developed what we call a scorecard questionnaire. It's a completely free tool. You don't have to pay anything. It takes less than five minutes. It allows you to score the current level of, devel- of development across the three pillars. So you can start realizing, okay, where is it that I have most room for improvement? It's not where I'm failing is where I have most room for improvement and you'll get tips on how you can start making improvements completely. I'm happy to share the link with you. Maybe you can pop it in the comments, whatever, Yes,
1: please.
0: So less than five minutes, do that. And that will start sparking new thoughts. You know, the final thing that I feel compelled to share, celebrate your accomplishments and your achievements. We have five proven steps that we apply across the the three pillars and and these five steps allow you to strengthen the pillars in a systematic and conducive way and the one which you should never ever ever neglect is to monitor your progress celebrate your wins because we are so forward thinking so always constantly focus on what's next what's to come what do i need to achieve what have i not done what do i need to do better we forget we fail ourselves we don't celebrate our successes and guess what success is your greatest motivator not failure success so if you perceive that you're doing well you'll continue to do even better
1: that's gorgeous absolutely i i train my clients to write a to-da list So they can have a to-do list but they have to have a to-da list so then you can look back every week every at the end of every day you can look back week month year and go golly i've done loads because it's really easy to forget your successes when you're when you're driven to moving forwards i think that's a really good point so how can people work with you has it got to be in person or is it something they could do remotely what options are there
0: we have we have plenty of option we have, of course, for anybody based in, in the London area, we have in person shifts, we have uh, remote shifts, we have group shifts, there's a variety, there's different tiers, uh, depending on where you're at and where you where you want to get to and, and what what suits you best. Uh, and, and I guess the best thing to do is um, schedule a complimentary strategy session, you know, so um, if you go say on the link in, bi- in the bio of my Instagram, at whole shift wellness or even if you just fill in the scorecard questionnaire, there's an option at the end of the scorecard questionnaire if you wanna if you wanna um, just schedule a complimentary strategy session and we can delve deep and start unpacking what your roadblocks are and figure out if 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 it's the right fit
1: awesome and you're going to pop a link down for us as well for your book so then we can make sure that we can get hold of that because that sounds great as well thank you so much serena for your time and your and your insights it's just absolutely awesome to know that there's other people working from a really similar perspective to myself and um, i really hope that it's provided lots of value to the group Um, If you're watching a replay, obviously, hashtag replay. And then if you've got any questions, either Serena or I can uh, can dive back on and make sure that we're answering them. Gladly. Fabulous. Oh, thank you so much. And, um, yeah, hopefully we'll uh, get to see you soon again.
0: With great pleasure. Thanks for having me.
1: Bless you. Thanks, Serena. Ciao, everyone.